pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back, KB Creatives, for another adventure of manifesting with kinetic belief for creating your most abundant life. I am so glad to have all you guys back with us today. If you would like to receive an occasional text from me, text the word kinetic to 844-844-4009. Actually, I just composed one and I sent it over to to somebody, whoever sends them out. And you should, I guess, Katie's, you just you got one or you just got one from me. StephenCanyon.com is the website for upcoming events like our broadcast podcast. It's the brunch coming up on, what is that, June 26th yes. in Orlando, Florida. Sunny. And we want to make sure that you are there. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and subscribe. Subscribe at Stephen Canyon. <laughs> Tickets are available for that June 26th event coming up, which, by the way, it's a celebration of life, isn't it? Yes. And All of each our other. events are a celebration. The celebration of each other. Nothing boring, nothing dry about our events, that's for sure. <laughs> I love to edify and encourage and yes. celebrate. And it's the oneness that we all mm-hmm. share. Yeah. It's the creator within us that is so easily recognizable, isn't it? Yes. I think we should play music at this one. Let's do it. You really want to? I want to. I just wonder if I can pull it off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I know, so you, I know you can. And all, all you need to do is show up with your violin. Oh, that's I'm nice. I'm the one that's got to drag in a keyboard. And, well, and I was piano. thinking about practicing, actually. It's been a minute. I need to get it out and, and get warmed up again. And do we... I think we have time, but you know, we, <laughs> we haven't been in Orlando long. And, and if we played, I would want to find... And now we may need another, I don't know if we want a viol, another violinist, but sure. I'd like to have a percussionist and a flute, or we say flautist, or fl- actually it's flutist now, I think. What? Yeah, it went through a, another ev- change to, going <laughs> the, from flautist to flutist. The evolution being <laughs> that no one could pronounce flautist. Well, let's just go back to the flutist, and, <laughs> and then a cello or cellist, and let's get a, we need a, a bass player. This sounds fun. And I'm thinking about another, maybe another, a keyboardist. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That would be pretty cool ensemble, wouldn't it? That'd be amazing. And then we can play some music. Oh, we could even do like meditative music or celebrate celebratory music. This oh, let's would be bang so much it out. Fun. No, well, let's don't. Let's... You're putting a whole band together. <laughs> well, what, what do we have? Just a few weeks left. I don't know. Well, we'll but look into it. you know what? It. Kinetic belief. We could. Are you guys listening to the, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but that's right. We can just attract them. Anybody listening to the podcast in or, in, in uh, Orlando, or if you're willing to drive to Orlando, <laughs> or if you want to drive to Orlando and bring your instrument, yeah, contact us them. and let yes. us know. Maybe we can. I'm feeling find a it. Place. I'm feeling it. I am too. <laughs> I read an article that said that we will have robots to take care of our pets soon. Oh God! Now, not, we don't have any pets now, but do you think Thumper would have had <laughs> anything at all to do with a robot? Absolutely not. He would be. <laughs> would have been so horrified. Do you remember the little remote car that we had? Yeah. And And now Alvin chased the car. Yes. But, but Thumper ran in the other direction. Oh, no, he would have cowered for sure. You know what? I think I'll just cut out the middleman and, and get a robot pet. Oh, there's an idea. 
Well, yeah, <laughs> we don't need a, a robot to take care of the pets. Just get the robot. I think a lot of people are actually doing that. I think they are. I think they are. In 20 years, it's, this article I was reading said that most people will be living underground. I no. don't know that I want to put my belief with that. No. Who wants to go and live underground? I need, we need sunshine. I don't think, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I just hear talk lately of, of all these different types of artificial lights, and, and I just have a very real belief that you cannot replace the real light of the sun. Look, if you want to live underground, power to you. I'm happy for you, but don't drag the rest of us down there with your belief and your desire. I don't, I don't want to be a mole person. No, but it was saying that there, <laughs> we're going to, to actually have holograms of our of our co-workers showing up and we could all sit around a table together and you know actually sensors in the floor so that if you fall down you know it'll call somebody at some point you say come what may i don't care what happens to me i'm gonna love people and embrace life (laughs) and be live in the sunshine and if it's only for the next 30 minutes so be well if that's your desire attracted and enjoy the blue sky and the flowers right sunshine rainfall all of that that's part of being human right i was gonna say that's the human experience that's like, the earth that we are on yeah yeah hmm. and it's beautiful and to be embraced and and i like what you just said though it's you know don't follow those negative beliefs just because you hear somebody talking about something you know it continue to embrace the the vibrant and natural and organic and holistic life that that we all love. Well, right? and, and yes, and if somebody wants to live underground, good for you. But you know I'm, what? I saw the funniest thing. Somebody had built a bunker under their house, but the entrance was a fake dryer beside the washer. So you crawled into the dryer and slid down like a like a slide or something. Into the bunker. I guess you have to be there with the the <laughs> constructs as they start designing the to understand the motivation behind behind entering your home through the dryer. I did love the idea though. I mean, why not come in through the refrigerator? Get to the dryer. <clears throat> oh well. So I want to talk. <laughs> oh, well. I want oh well. I want to talk today about doubting because okay. you know that's. I think that there is a lot of misunderstanding when it comes just to the sense of what is it that we're actually doing, and I'm speaking energetically here. Mm. Whenever we allow ourselves to doubt something, look, doubting will hinder manifestations. Plain and simple. Doubts are looking for excuses to validate their existence. And actually, Don Wilder, the author, said that excuses are the nails used to build a house of failure. Mm. Excuses. Doubts are looking and they're constructing excuses. KBs must do what their belief says they must do. In other words, the things that you are writing about in your journal, that you are imagining to see come to pass in your life, that you're imagining to manifest and attract into your life, all of those things, the KB has to put action with what they believe they're going to manifest, even when it's uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. even when we don't understand or when doubt rears its ugly head. And that's probably the best way to look at it. Just the ugly head of doubt. It has an identity. KBs continue to remind ourselves that, you know what, the power of our belief is within us and it will help us to succeed in our desires as long as we're not doubting. 
we have within us, all of us, the authority of our identity that we talk about, that we all come into the natural with. Each one of us uniquely created, fashioned in the likeness of our creator, but still uniquely different. I love that, the authority of our identity, because you we talk all the time about how unique our genius of purpose is, how unique our identity is, but I never even thought about the fact that, you know, that identity is a huge part of our authority, and so that means that even our power, even our supernatural authority power is going to be unique to us as well. That's very cool. The authority of our identity, because when we start moving out of our identity, then doubts begin coming in, and we start... Um, uh, diffusing the power of our authority because we're actually entertaining doubts now. Doubts that arrive and show up because we're no longer true to our our identity. Mm. Um, And so, for example, to do something great that will impact other people's lives and cause the light of your life to be seen in and through you in this world is part of the functional authority of every single person's identity when we are true to that. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be in a way that is diversely different from anyone else's. Yeah. Whenever an excuse comes through feelings of doubt or fear, Remind yourself that you've been created with supernatural ability. And don't allow, don't allow excuses just to show up and rob you of the wonderful things that life has in store for you. But you're going to have to be willing to go forward. You're going to have to leave some stuff behind in order to do this. Because I will tell you that in order to experience change in your life, You've got to be in a continual process of moving forward and realize that, you know what, we can never go back to the way things used to be. You really can't go back to the way something was, regardless of how pleasant that memory is, regardless of how amazing those photographs on your phone uh, are that are reminding you, look, look at this amazing vacation you took in Hawaii with all of your friends from college. You still can't go back to that. Not, not literally. And so unless you press forward into the future that you are expecting of yourself right now, that you are thumbing through the pages of your journal and you're seeing very clearly and concisely ex- exactly what you're expecting to manifest into your life right now, not in the future, but now. A future that is being attracted and that is being prepared for your best self, uh, then if, if you're not pressing toward that and imagining to receive that, then advancing change into your life is actually impossible. Wow, you're really presenting excuses as, you know, the reasons that we give ourselves that we cannot, that we cannot accomplish something. And the past few podcasts, you have really driven home, you know, this warning against reasonings and you've revealed to us what they really are and how dangerous they really are. And so that's an interesting uh, comparison. Well, that's just doubting, isn't it? The reasons that we doubt and we start doubting our ability, doubting that we can actually uh, arrive somewhere new Mm. and different. Doubting because of the the mental constructs of fear that we continual to continually um, uh, create for ourselves. I, I have sort of it feels like a ridiculous question. <laughs> so I'm just I'm finding myself wondering, 
with excuses, I mean, are we implementing when we're actively building an excuse in our mind and saying it, you know, are we doing that because of a fear of failure? I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand, you know, when I think about excuses, I'm listening to what you're telling us today and I'm thinking, where do these, why do these even pop in in the first place? Are we, are we setting ourselves up, you know, just in case something doesn't work out? Look at, look at the mental constructs of doubt as something that has an identity that wants to live and Mm. excuses are there to validate the doubts. Excuses keep the doubt alive. And in that sense, um, gives you a, a safe pass when, uh, things don't show up and it's it's but it's more of a mental construct it's the it is the egoist self that wants to live on and it's going to require the validation of something that says you're okay i approve of you continue to doubt and you'll have life and then we just fall under the spell of failure what a powerful consciousness shift uh, about what doubt even is, because I've always thought of it as coming from within me. But what you just said is huge. This idea that, look, doubt is this outer negative source energy that we have to deal with. Well, and it does come from within us, but we and it spreads right. outward as it does develop within us. But it has the, the identity that we are giving it through the ego. Yeah. And so we, we construct this identity from within, the, the, from the same, the same place. The, they're, they're the two, two warring factions of, of personality within us. The one is the, the true essence of our life, the source life energetic, the, the energy that came into this natural as self mm-hmm. before it was redefined by the ego. And the redefining that the ego goes through to... Uh, transcend the the natural self creates an identity that's not real. It's fake. It's false. But it wants to survive. And it needs excuses in order to do that. And the excuses need doubts in order to justify its life, its sense of being. I feel like you're shining a bright light into a room and all the little... You know, bugs are scurrying away. Like, you know, we can't, it can't survive when we shine that light of awareness on it. Well, it's so important that these things do scatter because, look, there are a lot of people who desire change, right? I mean, most people will say, yeah, I would love to see that show up in my life. However, during the process of change, most people will go back to the past relationships. They go. They thumb through the the photographs in their phones. They uh, they go back to old habits. Familiar. The familiar. They go back to the ways of, of thinking that really they had advanced beyond, that you could say they were delivered from those bad things. They got out of a, a horrible situation that they had been in before, and um, they had begun to, to progress beyond that. But then they go back to it, and they don't realize that those are the very influences um, that are now being used to by the ego self to keep them in a place where the change of of wholeness of love of life and happiness and healing and and advancement to prosperity and abundant living uh, in that place of those old influences wow. all these good things are not possible to manifest you can't you can't manifest the the better of the what is coming if you are looking backward to what has been wow that's that is so cool what you just described this idea that and just realizing and being aware of the fact that look when the 
when the ego needs to be fed and you're looking back at your past photos of Hawaii or whatever, you know, your ego is only going to remind you of the really good bits to try and lure you back in. You know, it's not going to remind you that you were in Hawaii with the worst person on the planet. Well, you survived <laughs> it and you know, and you know that you, you were safe there. That's amazing. That's so right. the, you know, being aware of not being sucked back into the familiar. That's, that's great. That's huge. Focusing on the past keeps you there. Yeah. It keeps wow. you there. In fact, the, the reasoning of excuses that we're talking about and fault-finding of fear will bring you back to the old familiar way of doing things. Fear reminds you of your past. And in, in fact, the, the reasoning of excuses, like we've really been zeroing in on here in the last week or so, the, the, the reasoning of excuses and fault-finding of fear will bring you back to an old, familiar way of doing things. Fear reminds you of your past. Um, if you listen to the mental constructs of fear, the, the inner dialogue of fear, those sentences, the, the reasonings that start racing through the mind, your ego will successfully hinder positive change from taking place in your life. It wants to live. It wants to validate failure. <laughs> it will hinder advancement and growth from showing up. It's important that we understand that when anyone desires to change, there will always be a reason to go back to the past or things that you've moved on from. The past is for our development. I mean, it's not, we're not supposed to act like it just never existed. We're not supposed to never look at those, those fun photographs from Hawaii. That's not what I'm talking about here. Because it is there for our development, for, for our learning, and nothing more. Everybody has a past, and we have all moved our presence from the past, and many have grown away from things that we thought we could never be free from. Yes. Because you know, not every experience on that Hawaii, on that trip, was amazing. Right. And there were things that probably you would change if you could have, maybe not, but we've all moved beyond that. And the essence of our being, reaching for the abundant life source of creation, has advanced us. It has set us free from the past. And it's put us on the journey to experiencing our lives successfully. And in order to reach that state of transcendence, we must advance forward, continue to move forward with the, the best expectations for now in the present, present tense sense of now. Mm. And that we allow ourselves to accept in our thoughts and to do with our actions the things that we are imagining to see show up in our lives. You know, you've explained to us before in, in, in previous um, podcasts about thoughts and negative thoughts and at what point they become a problem. And I'm wondering if it is the same true for doubt. So obviously a doubt can pop into your mind without, you know, you have no control over that doubt popping into your mind. So then at what, at what point is it becoming detrimental to, to what we're manifesting? Well, I'd say at the point that we are allowing ourselves to have conversations about those negative things. Mm. We're establishing it as a, as a truth in our lives. We're putting words to it. We're making decisions based on doubt, mm. making decisions based on past experiential knowledge rather than casting it out, learning from it. Uh, because look, we will not advance forward if you keep looking back. And if you keep looking back, then you won't be a person who's grateful for what you are attracting to manifest into your life. 
Gratitude. Uh, gratitude will destroy the mental constructs of fear and will stop whatever has been attracted to come against you from manifesting. Because, as we know, we are always attracting. And if you're doubting, if we are in fear, we're attracting the substance of that. And the moment that we move over into gratitude, the, it destroys those mental constructs of doubt and fear from eventually showing up. So we may have found ourselves having the, the meddling negative conversations which are fear, filled with fear and filled with doubt. We're on the phone with somebody. We're talking about how ugly Susie is and how awful Fred is and all the, the negative <laughs> things we find ourselves having conversations about, yeah. not yes. realizing that while we're doing that, we're actually attracting wow. um, the, the consequences of those negative conversations to show up in our tomorrows. But it's never too late to stop that by moving over into gratitude because both cannot exist and the, the energetics are different. So we stop that from showing up in our lives by uh, not looking back anymore and moving into that attitude of gratitude. You know, um, the way that you're presenting gratitude today, it's really sort of slapping me in the face <laughs> in this in this brand new exciting way because it's one of those words that we can use a lot and that we talk about a lot. And so remembering and stirring up the idea that, you know, gratitude is not just, just some soft, you know, glitter and bubbles <laughs> cutesy idea that's, that's not a bad place to start though is it's it not, <laughs> but it's i guess the point though is that we have to remind ourselves it's so powerful it's maybe the most powerful weapon in our arsenal against against negative source energy and so you know remembering like you're telling us today to go straight to it and grab it and use it and it will cast out fear and it will cast out doubt immediately well just like us talking about maybe doing some music at this upcoming event yeah is it something we really want to do? Because there are some other musicians we may want to attract into the experience of that. And so rather than looking back at maybe an occasion where we didn't have all the musicians <laughs> and coming up with excuses why maybe there's not enough time to find a right. flutist and a cellist <laughs> right. to join us, we start imagining the time that mm. we did have the uh the, the chamber group together, and we become thankful for that, and we put the action toward um, mm. the manifestation of these other musicians showing up and being part of this experience. Yeah. So that's the choice. We can either doubt or we can have gratitude for wow. the experience that we're imagining to receive. And what you just described, I mean, you know, we just had that little conversation at the beginning of the podcast, but it's so subtle. It's a good example of how subtle doubt can be, but then how quickly you can shift over to gratitude. Either one of those, you're constructing your future. You're building it. We're constructing yeah. it. Yeah, wow. To move on, we've got to be thankful, and we've got to have excitement for where we imagine to be in this moment. The, the way to, maybe you're, maybe you're in a job right now, and you're wanting a promotion to show up for you. The way to manifest that is to live a life of gratitude. Nothing keeps you out of manifesting your dreams uh, f any faster, than any quicker than somebody who gripes and complains, whose life is just void of gratitude. And I'm telling you that murmuring and complaining will make sure that the growth of your heart's desires uh, remains far, far from you. Mm. Noah Cabe, a kinetic believer who's practicing this, who's journaling 
in their 100-day guided journal, the manifestation journal, who is, who's working on this and working on those mental constructs of this, uh, stirs up the understanding that, you know what? Gratitude attracts wonderful things into the middle of expectations. And it, it's, it's always amazing, isn't it? Yes. The manifestation of something, it really never quite comes like you think it's going to, yeah. if you should even think it's going to. Get out, of the, get out of the business of thinking about how it's going to show up. Our job is to remain grateful mm. for the experience that we're imagining to have right now. You know, and I was, you had me thinking there for a moment, gosh, what's the biggest thing that I've manifested through gratitude? And it's absolutely you. I totally attracted you through intense oh, gratitude. <laughs> and I remember so clearly that... It was a time in my life where I became intensely grateful for my myself, my my singular existence, my life, the things that were surrounding me. I wasn't necessarily attracting a relationship. I just became so grateful for my life that I was living and the excitement for the future. And then, like you're saying, you just don't, you don't know, you know, you don't know what's coming. And it's probably good that we don't know. Oh, it's great. And that's a gift, isn't it? <laughs> but that's ab- that's absolutely what happened. I did not see you coming, <laughs> Stephen. I'm glad that you did. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. But you know what? You may have awakened this morning not feeling so good. Maybe you just woke up and you didn't feel good. And for whatever reason, you have a little headache. Sure. And you could have said, oh, no, I'm tired and I'm sore. Mm. I don't feel good. And But instead, the KB says, you know what? I am so excited. It's Tuesday. I'm so grateful for my life that I have breath and the awareness to see and enjoy another day. Yes. And you know, at the beginning, it might be, I'm so excited. It's Tuesday. It could be that. Just a little <laughs> just, bit of just that. Just start. But, but you're starting there, right? <laughs> just begin. Because your, your feelings may start off pretty slow, like you're saying, but you're, you are a being, Okay, you, we're not made up of, the, the feelings are not the essence of our life. They are an, uh, an afterthought, and our feelings may be starting off pretty slowly. And, rather, and we've, we're faced with a choice. We can either be led by those, or we're going to lead them. Yeah, this is really reminding me. It's making me think of, uh, when I was in high school, I had this wonderful time where I took um, training for dressage. So, you know, that's when you're on this big, beautiful horse and, and they're very, they're highly responsive animals that they've been trained in dressage. So you can, you can literally move, you know, one foot back a quarter of an inch and apply pressure and they begin to do these beautiful steps and movements. And that just is making me think about how our words in our mind and what you're telling us right now, how it relates to us. So if you wake up and you don't feel so great, just remember that, you know, your body and your physical construct, it's, it's a highly responsive tool to you. It's, we can train ourselves to, to be that. And I just remember that was the coolest feeling, you know, just being able to apply pressure or do something to this animal. And this huge animal would turn on a dime. And it was just such an amazing feeling. And, and that's what we should be sort of chasing and constructing within ourselves. Yeah, that's transcending the ego that regardless of how you feel, you're putting it down and you say, no, I am, I am the authority of you. Yeah. And if you have to take yourself by the earlobe mm-hmm. and march yourself out the door, <laughs> of, you're going to get in line and your feelings yeah. will turn and they will change according.
according to the dictates of your your uh, within self, your inner spirit. Well, and I love that because I did from time to time, I would, you know, ride a different horse that maybe wasn't so responsive and he would take an extra kick, you know, to get going in that direction. And, and that's exactly what we do over time. We become highly responsive. We become highly, or we can, if we, if we participate in that. If we're, and especially if we force, there has to be an authority, right? Yeah. When I, when I first had a job in in radio when I first got started in radio and I had not changed my lifestyle the way that I probably should have. And I was staying up too late and and partying (laughs) a little bit and and then having to show up at the radio station to do a morning show that would begin at 6 a.m. And on multiple occasions, I can remember that I just didn't feel good, right? (laughs) Four hours of sleep and who knows what preceded that. I didn't feel good. And you had to talk. Oh, my God. And I had to show up and and sound like, you know, uh, sunshine itself. Like I did feel good. And so that, but that was the authority behind me requiring Mm. that of myself. And so this was, this was a new experience for a young uh, 20 year old uh, whippersnapper. Whippersnapper. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) And I can remember, Meg, laying my head down on the console while the the commercials were going and music is playing just because I could hardly hold my head up. And yet, uh, it'd come time for the for the break, and I would uh, open the mic and do the weather and some, uh, some public service announcements and turn on the energy and sound like, hey, where have you been? I'm, I am a ray of sunshine here, and I'm glad you could join me for <laughs> another beautiful day. And your head's on the desk. And my head is on the desk. A little bit of drool. <laughs> drool. But you learn but to it. take authority over that. your feelings, yeah. and it works. The feelings yeah. will follow. Yeah. And like we're saying, your feelings may start off pretty slow, but but the essence of your being, it's in there, which is made up of your will and your desire, your imagination, the essence of your life, it's all there. And, you're, and you start, you just say, you know what, I am so grateful that I have a roof over my head. I am so grateful that I've got somewhere to, uh, to, to rest at night, that I had a place to sleep last night. Because what you're doing, you see, is you're working on something now. And you, you go down, you, maybe you are moving slowly. Maybe you do have a little headache. It's, it's okay. You go down the breakfast anyway. And you say, I am so thankful that out of this universe, the substance, the sustenance that I need to eat something has shown up for me. And I've got something to eat here. I'm so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And we don't take it for granted. There are people that don't have anything. Yeah. Be grateful for what you have. And then you step outside and and you look up at that big blue sky or the dark low-hanging clouds whatever is there and you think that is so beautiful i am in awe of what i see it's so much bigger than me and i'm in awe of what i see and then while you're being grateful you go and you get somebody that's feeling kind of low that doesn't know what you know because now you're going to share what you know with someone else. And when what you, the essence of you has somewhere to go, the infilling of you becomes even stronger. You see, we are a river of that love. And if it's love you're missing, find someone to give it to. And you say, hey, come on, I need to show you something. Have you seen the flowers out here in the, uh, by the car park? Have you noticed the sky today? Do you know how rich our lives really are. And then somebody says, no, you don't understand, Steve. I'm, I'm facing something right now. 
and you say, no, you don't understand. You need to back up just a little bit and become really aware of what you came out of last month and then back up a little bit more and remember, thumb through those photos if you have to, but remember the good thing that manifested last year. And then back up in your mental constructs a little bit more and remember what awesome, abundant life did for you when you didn't think that you were going to make it through. And then if if you survived it years ago, then there was some favor showing up in your life. Maybe you weren't aware of then, but it was still there. The essence of life was still moving you forward. And you advanced through all of that last year. And you lived through all of that last month and advanced again last week. And the the same creator that gave you the ability to expect a little bit of relief and manifest it, to have a little bit of hope and see it come to pass in your life, has created you with the power of kinetic belief, the authority to be able to imagine anything that you can desire and see it be done for you. Don't tell me you don't have anything to be grateful for. You've got something to be grateful for. From the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. The creator who imagined the entire universe, who thought of you and established you, is so worthy of all of our gratitude. I mean, we need to be abundantly, abundantly grateful in in our cars on the way to work or wherever we're going. We need to be abundantly grateful, Meg, in our kitchens Mm -hmm. while we're preparing dinner or cleaning up afterward. We need to be expectantly thankful in our showers. We need to see what we desire coming to pass in our lives and be grateful. Be so thankful. Be grateful when we're on the telephone rather than negative and instead of murmuring and complaining and meddling. And when when we do this, when we are grateful, we maintain an atmosphere for the manifestation of anything that we can believe. The gratitude of our desires makes a way out of no way. And when we throw doubt down, that's when our desires show up. I mean, the abundance of our journal desires, it's not going to show up when we're complaining. We got to lift ourselves up beyond the negative that this world is so eager to give us, no matter what. No matter what you've got going on in your life right now, no matter who said something or what they said something to you about, no matter what they stole from you, you've got to learn how to be grateful anyway. No, get rid of old friends and ways of thinking that oppose your best intentions and your best ideas for life. Because the problem with going back, it really is simple. There's no reward for going back. All of the wonderful things, the advancement of our desires, all of that um, that's been planned out for us will not be found in our past. They are in our futures. And it's when we make a quality decision today to never go back, no matter what happens, by committing ourselves to pressing forward, that God will reward us for remaining committed to our beliefs, remaining to our purpose, our awesome, uh, one-of-a-kind purpose for even being here. Listen. You know, we've got to continue to listen to these podcasts. All of you continue to, to tune these, turn these things on every day because Megan, you and I, we're not sitting here day after day, year after year, playing with just feel good attitudes like a lot of people are accustomed to from some past experiences. 
you know, the things that were just remembering that when things went well and then we just sort of play around with that. No, we, we are here talking about these things because the knowledge of, of what we talk about through kinetic belief, the knowledge of understanding the lifestyle of being a kinetic believer, this is the thing that's going to increase the strength and the strength will prepare anyone for battle because life is as wonderful as it is and can be and is supposed to be is, is still filled with battles should you turn your attention toward the battlefield. But we need strength in order to be able to overcome those temptations to do that. So for for you to miss something on the radio or television to hear this podcast, it is to your advantage to do so. Because it's your expectation for victory in this life and nothing else that's going to manifest victory in this life. The 19th century French novelist, Andre Zed wrote in his book, Autumn Leaves, he said that it is better to be hated for what you are than to be loved for what you are not. Be true to you. Love who you know yourself to be. Give no consideration to what others may think. You've done that long enough. And now you've got, you've got enough thinking to undo on your own. Let's work on some positive mental constructs here just you want to say this out loud i'm ready Steve. i know i do just say i am love i am love i am light i am light i am health i am health i am wealth i am wealth i am filled to the full with joy i'm filled to the full with joy overflowing with happiness overflowing with happiness and i love all others unconditionally i love all others unconditionally because i love myself because i love myself unconditionally unconditionally too too. Wow. Stop doubting and manifest. I have to say, this is one of those podcasts that I'm going to save and I'm going to cue it up anytime I just absolutely want to set my course for the day. Make sure you visit stephenkenyon.com to check out all the great resources there. We're, we're always adding stuff all the time. And um, as Steve said, follow him on Instagram. That's at Stephen Canyon. Well, we need to go look at uh, buying a car. We've you know, got to do some stuff here. We've been looking at Mini Coopers. I'm so excited. I hope we get really? one. Well, I love them. Let's go look at another one. I like the turbocharged <laughs> ones. Oh, no. <laughs> Sending out much love to all you KB creators <laughs> yes. all around the world. And thanks, as usual, Stephen, for uh, all the gratitude and love sure. and wisdom. Okay, bye. <laughs>